Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to the Chance at Life podcast, where in each episode we have a discussion on a topic that helps bridge the gap between the life that we had to the life we want with a perspective shift. So without further ado, grab a snack, grab a drink. If you're driving and listening, drive safely and let's get into it. For years, I've been seeing a post that says, the version of me that somebody has in their head is not my responsibility. People see you through the lenses in which they see themselves. And sometimes what we see is just a projection of who we believe we are and our inner world, reflecting outward. And that can be put on someone else. But in the same sense, we can also see ourselves through a lens that's not really clear and not really ours. And we're not seeing the full version of who we are. And when it comes to imposter syndrome, it's a familiar term, but Google defines it as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. But I think a deeper meaning of imposter syndrome, especially as someone who is a part of the spiritual community and thinks very etherical about a lot of the things, is imposter syndrome consumes us when our physical life does not align with who we see ourselves to be in our mind. It's a disconnect. And to figure out where the disconnect is lying, we have to first dig deeper into our subconscious. So story time, about a month ago, I was in a transition um, and it was intense and I was feeling really down and just really doubting what I can do and, and if this is the right path for me. And I allowed myself to reach out to my friends, um, Andre and Melissa. Melissa called me and assisted me through some energy work to figure out what exactly I'm feeling. Like why is this, there's this disconnect with something that I've been wanting for so long, but that transition and getting to it is feeling a lot, is, is a, there's a lot of resistance in that. Like why is something that I'm stepping into that I've wanted for so long being met with such resistance. I'm not gonna explain the entirety of the exercises that she put me through for the energy work, but I will say that at the end of it, I found that the fear and the resistance came from my inner teenage self. When we are born, by the time we are seven years of age, all of our behaviors and thought processes and how we process emotions have already been programmed as programmed into us and it, it leads into our teenage self and into our adult self. So the fact that the fear was lying in a period of time where I was a teenager was surprising to me because I'm just like, why would that be leading me, right? Like why would things that happened in the past be leading me in the future where I'm no longer in that in that period. So after learning that most of my behaviors and thought processes and how I process most things in my life came from programming from age zero months to, <laughs> to seven, I was like, oh, okay, that's crazy, but let's work with this information. Um, and when I was going through the energy work with Melissa and we pinpointed that resistance from my teenage self I was even more confused. I was like, well, wouldn't it be my inner child? So I was like, no, because even though my inner child um, felt some trauma when it came to the first line of, line of defense, which is your family, your first community, my teenage self dealt with trauma and other events that weren't so nice um, outside of that. And there were things that added on to the programming of my inner child from my teenage self that I have not yet assessed, that I have not yet dealt with. I'm not going to go through all the trauma, but through working through some of the things with my teenage self, I have learned that she was the one who has kept me safe through all of 
the not so pleasant experiences I had in life. She is the one who made the choice to keep a safe, practical life full of predictability. She doesn't do surprises. We have dealt with our share of surprises and you know inner turmoil and just things knocking us out <laughs> that she didn't want to do that anymore so she made all the choices necessary to get me to this life now with the college that I went to the degree that I had the career that I decided to choose after me these were all safe choices that she made because she didn't want to deal with things just popping up and being out of her control. Choosing safety was a way to control our life. And as I step into this new phase of who I want to be, it requires step into the unknown, which is scary. It requires step into zones of, of perceived unsafety because I can't know what's about to happen with these choices I'm going to make. I can only control my actions and my thoughts, but I can't control how the universe reflects those things to me. And that's scary. That was a scary thing. And so I'm going through this energy work and I'm like, bro, I really did make some safe choices, right? And so the version of myself that I have in my head is one that doesn't do crazy that doesn't do adventure or spontaneity doesn't do serendipitous moments it doesn't it, it, the, that version of me doesn't act without first thinking and that was scary and that's the inner resistance that i was facing so it's not that i didn't see this version of myself being this great person who has her own business who has her own podcast who makes videos and content for a living it's that that choice was just unsafe and that inner turmoil of always being safe was threatened that that inner version of me that wanted safety was just being threatened and didn't like it and as of today i have about two or three years of unprogramming and relearning in my belt from like inner child healing and now teenage uh inner teenage healing and for the longest time i thought essential was just needed affirmations like i am worthy i deserve this i'm intelligent i'm beautiful i can do this and they just touch the surface but they don't go deeper into what i needed for me specifically which was to tell myself that i am safe which is to tell myself that it's okay not to be in control to tell myself that i got me now to tell myself that those things that hurt us before will continue hurting us if we don't let go of trying to control them. Those are the things that I need to tell myself. So when it comes to imposter syndrome, it's not just about saying I'm worthy, I'm intelligent. It's not just about saying I deserve this. If you are dealing with the same kind of resistance in your glow up, if you're dealing with imposter syndrome and you're feeling like you don't know if you can take this next step or if you belong in this next step, I have an exercise that I encourage you to do. Um, and it starts with like three questions. So the first question is, what happened the last time you tried stepping out of your comfort zone? Because that's when we have that resistance. That's when we feel like an imposter or a fraud is when, when we're stepping out of our comfort zone. So what happened the last time you tried to step out of your comfort zone? How did it feel? What resistance were you met with then? And I do suggest noting various times when you had to step out of your comfort zone and how you felt then just to get like a baseline of the feeling. Now, what is something that you can say to yourself specifically for you in that moment with that resistance and that feeling of stepping out of your comfort zone that would help you step courageously into your uncomfort zone? <laughs> something just for you, not a blatant I'm worthy, not a blatant I deserve this. Cause you do we know that you know we know you're worthy and we know you deserve it but what's specifically what's 
deep down the core reason why you don't think you deserve or you don't think you're worthy or you're scared to make this next step a little bit more comforting and what can you tell yourself over and over again as you continue to step into this uncomfort zone in addition to getting to the core subconscious reason why you're facing resistance in glowing up or this ascension or this new phase of your life that is causing some discomfort it's also good to look at your outerverse your community around you your environment around you for me when it came to stepping into my path as a healer entrepreneur um speaker and, and spiritual coach i remember watching others in the same career as me and the, the same like path as me and being so fearful and feeling so small and i watched them just be great right i felt small i felt i felt small and i felt insignificant and what i realized in that moment of seeing other people in the path that i want and feeling small and insignificant i realized that that life that my inner teenager cultivated of safety it wasn't a life of safety for myself I didn't cultivate an environment of safety for myself by being less or by being safe or not doing what I always wanted to do out of fear. I created an environment of safety for everyone around me to not feel small or insignificant. And but what I mean by that is the friends and family members that I held with me, whenever I had an idea or whenever I was excited about something, I was met with encouragement to think practical or the ideas I had were deemed as like crazy or weird or not thought through enough, right? I always had that drive to, to go towards the uncomfort zone, right? I always had that drive to go towards something that no one else has done, but I allowed the advice around me to talk me into not doing it. And I also remembered and realized when I started to get out of that comfort zone, how much the relationships started to falter. Because again, I didn't cultivate an environment for me to thrive. I cultivated an environment for people around me not to feel less. It's kind of like that advice that like the boat doesn't sink because of the water around it. It sinks because of the water people are letting in. You know, it's like, it's like that. And so I encourage you, in addition to doing that exercise of, of your innerverse, your outerverse, look at your team around you. Look at the people that you hold close. Look at the people that you are sharing your ideas or your ascension with. And do you feel resistance to that when, when you speak to them? Right? Do you feel supported or do you feel like you're being dismissed or called crazy? And you don't need anybody's permission. You don't need anybody's permission to do anything that you want to do. But something that I have noticed is that we do thrive in community. And I keep saying this in all of my episodes. We thrive in community, but we also can die in community if it's not that supportive. Yes, it's dramatic, but hear me out. If your environment is not one for growth, and expansion, it won't be the proper environment to be in to get to that version of yourself. And so you'll face more resistance. Some people can't come with you and that's fine. Some things you can't bring along with you and that's fine too, grow anyway. And I will say all the friends that I have support me in my creativity, my vlogs, my entrepreneurship and my step into the next realm. And I feel the next realm, <laughs> the next version of me and I always feel comfortable telling them about it. In comparison to friends or other people that I've had who I can just feel the resistance to and feel the lack of support from. You just know now. You just know now. So it helps on the, when you're faced with imposter syndrome, it really helps to have a team that supports you. And the last thing that I will say about imposter syndrome, aside from your innerverse work and your outerverse work, something simple 
that you can do if you're doubting your abilities. And this goes back to the definition of imposter syndrome, like the, the, the actual 3D definition of imposter syndrome of doubting your abilities or feeling like a fraud. When you're ready to step into that next version of yourself, that next path, that uncomfort zone, and you're feeling that resistance, the one simple thing that you can do for yourself is give yourself credit for getting you to the point where you are now. And in giving yourself credit, an exercise that I encourage you to do is whatever uncomfort zone or next phase of your life that you're stepping into, I want you to put that next step in a form of a question on top of a piece of paper. So if it's like um, being a public speaker or entrepreneur, a new promotion, a new place to living, I want you to ask, like I want you to put that new phase in a form of questions like, can I move to this place? Can I take this promotion? Can I handle it? Like, like any, any way to put it into a question, I want you to put that into a question for yourself. And then from that question, I want you to write down every single thing that you have accomplished up until this point. It can have it it can do with that path that you're on. Like every time you like you changed jobs and it was successful, every time you changed homes and, and it was successful, every time you spoke in front of somebody and it was successful, whatever. Whatever accomplishment that you have done, that you have had in your life, I want you to write it down on that piece of paper. Every single thing. I don't care what you think the intensity of it is small or big, whatever you think it is, put it down on that paper. And then once you have written down all your accomplishments up until this point of this question, up until this point of this ascension that you're doubting, I want you to go back up to that question and then write yes. And the reason why I want you to write yes, because at every single point of resistance and every single point of doubt, you still did it. You still accomplished so much and everything you accomplished, whether you see it or not, has gotten you to this point. So that's where your self-worth is. That's how you know you deserve it because of all the things that you have done up until that point that got you there. You have got you there with your motivation, with your personality, with your talents. So of course you're gonna be able to do this next thing. Of course you're strong enough. Of course you're successful enough to get to that next thing because you've done it so many other times. Give yourself credit for getting you to this point. Past me may have chosen safety in a lot of the things that we did, right? That, that she did. But without those choices and actions back then, I wouldn't be where I am now. I wouldn't have gotten to the place that I am now. How I navigated through life back then saved me. However, it is to a point where it limits me more than saves me and it's time to let it go. It's simple and it's not something that happens to us just once, ascending, stepping into a new path or a different step on a path that we're on. So we're always gonna be faced with doubts and uncertainty and we're always not always but we may feel like an imposter along the way too but look at everything you have been able to do up until this point and know that you are capable of so much more i hope this episode has helped you rethink your approach to imposter syndrome and has sown a seed of change when it comes to stepping into that new version of yourself and how you handle it it allows you the courage to step fully into the person that you are becoming or this next step in your life and that's fucking beautiful you're not an imposter you're just growing thank you for listening i am grateful for you i love you and i will see you or talk to you in the next one bye